Namaste, and welcome to our continuing series, Savitri is the Message, as always with our beloved brother, Alok. Namaste. This statement of the mother is such a powerful statement. Just to think that she says, Savitri is the message, all else is preparation. So we are working on the lines that have the word message. And today we are in the book of the Traveler of the Worlds, and it is The Descent into Night, Canto 7. Page 216, I will begin after the break. A lone discoverer in these menacing realms, guarded like termite cities from the sun, oppressed mid crowd and tramp and noise and flare, passing from dusk to deeper, dangerous dusk. He wrestled with powers that snatched from mind its light and smote from him their clinging influences. Soon he emerged in a dim, wallless space, for now the peopled tracts were left behind. He walked between wide banks of failing eve. Around him grew a gaunt spiritual blank, a threatening waste, a sinister loneliness that left mind bare to an unseen assault, an empty page on which all that willed could write stark, monstrous messages without control. So as we see, this descent into night and the worlds of falsehood intervenes between kingdoms of the greater life and the paradise of the life gods. So kingdoms of the greater life is a world where one begins to conceive, imagine, wish about a greater life. So it, in that surge of intense emotion, feeling, one climbs up almost as if one has touched it. And yet one has to come down because the preparation is not sufficient. So when one comes down, one enters into the night and then takes the passage. It's a very interesting journey actually. And why one has to go into the night? This is what people are very often afraid of the night. If you are afraid of the night, you won't see another day, by the way. You know, it's a passage from one day to another. <laughs> and the reason is, if you really look at night, what happens during night? It's very interesting. Biologically, when you wake up in the morning, what has happened during night? It is a cleansing process that has gone on. That's why in the morning when you wake up, you want to take a shower, you want to go to the washroom because... All the waste of the body has been extracted to be thrown out. So night is a kind of catharsis. When many things, many um, false hopes to which we cling. So we'll see that she is going, he is going beyond the people tracks. Termite cities guarded from the sun. This is such an interesting, yes, yes. Uh, you know, simile, such an interesting image. Termite cities, literally uh, another place also he will speak of that. So, termite cities are, we'll see today, there are uh, cities, uh, well, are built like that, where the cities don't sleep, okay? And uh, most people there, they will work like that, because you have the light whole night, and in the daytime, the cycle is to sleep. This is no offense meant towards those who are to sleep late. <laughs> but this just is a symbol. Life has been organized like this. The city never sleeps. So, what happens in those cities? Uh, this was at least my experience in Hong Kong that you know I was surprised that whole night whole night people yeah. are awake whole night from my room I could see you know yeah. the night is active yeah. now don't ask me what was I doing but well I was curious what is happening but in the daytime morning when I went out everybody is asleep it's, the whole road is vacant so this is the a kind of approach of life in India this was called as Nishachara Nisha is ra- Rath, night. So those who are moving at night are Nishachar. And you see animals also, all the creepy creatures come out at night. So it's, it's a symbol. 
So termite cities at one place in Paris when mother is giving a talk, she says the earth is in such a great darkness and what must be done to save this civilization. But then she says what about the life of the cities? Life of the cities where the darkness is ten times greater because it's centered around desire. You see this average city is developed around desire self. Money, money, desire and then power. These are the things in a city life. So she speaks of a city like Paris where she describes the mother's own version of what Paris is. She says that these people are plunged into this darkness under the glare of uh, artificial light. So what I am trying to say is that that way Pondicherry is very good. Come to Pondicherry. It's a much better place. Okay, It gives you a perfect combination of city life and the sunlight. Otherwise, city lights are plunged into that. So, the description of a lone discoverer in these menacing realms. Nobody is even trying to search. They are living that life and they believe that that is uh, ultimate. Oppressed mid crowd and tramp and noise and flare. See the description? Crowd, people, markets. That is the impression one gets. Passing from dusk to deeper dangerous dusk. He wrestled with powers that snatched from mind its light. That's why it's very important when people say going beyond the mind. So there are people who get this impression that mind is no more required. Dropping the mind at any stage, we don't drop the mind. Mind has to be ennobled, purified, refined, informed with a greater light and transformed into its original truth. For without the mind, we're back to the animal state. Yes, so some people, you know, that mind is not required because one has to go beyond mind, which is true, absolute true. But mind has its place. The place of the mind is to organize the vital life of an animal kind. That's how the mind organizes. And where it makes a mistake, when it believes that it can even analyze and know spiritual truths. That is where it makes a mistake. There it has to learn the lesson of humility and open to a higher light. And we see though that Sri Aurobindo is probably the only one who has gone down here. And brought the light into this darkness. Yes. Oh, I this have, is a nowhere one. Exactly. I have quoted this before, but uh, it's, it's valid here also. None can enter heaven who has not passed through hell. hell. But see the description. It's very interesting. If you just see the description, everything that is above can be imitated by the vital and the subconscious. Yes. Look at this description. Soon he emerged in a dim, wallless space. Wallless. Let there be no boundaries. Let there be no walls. Heard about it? That I would like to <laughs> speak of an experience that I've had and another fellow in the ashram had. When we would go to mother, there were no walls. It was just space. There were no walls at all. And it took a long time to get to her feet. And now I see that it's one step. Well, <laughs> that is... <laughs> but it's so important to remember that that is the original wallless space. Yes. Unity yes. in multiplicity, diversity. Yes. Here in the lower world, like animals, you know, there is a wallless space. So walls, the mind comes to build walls to create individuality. Yes, yes. Then you offer it. So these are the steps. So wallless space. Then there is another one which comes, people tracks were left behind. Mm. All this, you know, otherwise, uh, you know, because uh, we have to go beyond the pole of society. So become, we become not just asocial, but we become antisocial and unsocial. That's not required. So people track. There's some people who believe that by shutting ourselves in a room, we are doing great sadhana. One may be entering into one of these worlds. And see the third one. Giant spiritual blank. We have heard that the mind drops and there is a blank. But this blank is a very passive blank where anything you allow, you become like a football. Anything comes and writes anything, any suggestion from anywhere and one accepts it as truth. So he is cautioning us that be careful. Sri was asked that can the vital world, lower vital world mimic the calm of the divine? He said yes. Ananda, very often you will hear this. Oh, I am experiencing Ananda. Excuse me, you need to be a super Parsifal, mother's words. 
complete freedom from any seeking for pleasure before one can experience ananda. What one experiences is the vibre. Am I? I mean, French. <laughs> The joy of life, which is okay, which is needed for life. Better to have a joy of life than to be depressed. But ananda is something very different and it can, it need not manifest in anything external, active. Look at Shurabindo. When he describes all the ananda at all the levels right up to the cells. But when you look at him, like the Himalayan yes. beauty, Himalayan grandeur. So that is the imitation that this world does. A threatening waste a sinister loneliness. So there are two kinds of loneliness. One is a divine loneliness. Great are strongest when they stand alone. So that is a kind of because you are seeking from the unique to the alone. The, the divine is alone. And as you go closer and closer to him, all else is left behind. That is a divine loneliness. It never makes one feel uncomfortable, unhappy. And this other state of loneliness a sinister, sinister loneliness. loneliness. Sinister and loneliness. when people start experiencing it, it is one of the first sign. Either you are being dragged below or you are being ready for the spiritual life. One of the two. Which way you take a turn, it's you are still in the twilight zone. Yes. This kind of feeling of loneliness can really drag and people do all kinds of things because they are feeling lonely and bored. Boredom, the disease which goes without a name. Yes. Boredom is a disease which is not yet recognized in the official, uh, you know, and no medicine is available. Doctors also suffer from it. And uh, one of its good treatments is workaholics. That is still okay. <laughs> but all other. <laughs> but boredom is a disease. Uh, loneliness. Because of that, people do all kinds of things. Clubs, parties, they call it life. But essentially it's springing from that state yes. of loneliness. Yes. And if you scratch below the surface, you will see that people are feeling deeply lonely. And they try to fill that loneliness with the whole world. But that loneliness can only be filled by the divine love because it's from the abyss. So this is the suggestion here. That left mind bare to an unseen assault, an empty page on which all that willed could write. See? Mother describes an empty page, but she says, on which only your will should be written. Yeah. Here, anything, any kind of suggestion is not a divine suggestion. Stark, monstrous messages without control. And that's why it's so important to surrender, to be vigilant, as you know, we read it, only were safe who kept God in their hearts. Uh, I know a story of a gentleman who, you know, now of course people start all kinds of things. But uh, he felt moved or some people asked him to give a you know, series of lectures on some of Sri works. So he sent a telegram to mother that I have been asked and I want to give lectures. No reply came. So he waited for another week, another telegram, no reply came. So after 15 days, he sends a message. Well, Krishna appeared before me. And told me it is okay, you can give these lectures. And mother said he is completely under the grip of hostile forces. This is not Krishna but an imitation. This, this is such a... Yeah. We don't realize this life which we think everything is good. Uh, that's what Shurabindu wants to uproot. Because the melody lies there. Why this darkness is there, we can understand. There is a way to understand it because it challenges the Godhead within us. See, this. Uh, since we are at it, some people may ask, why God created this darkness? Very simple. When there is, imagine no challenge to life, no darkness, nothing to pull you back. What is the average idea of a good life? Average idea in most people's mind. Good job. Good uh, married life. I don't know, whatever it means. Children. Children who are studying, going to good. Mm -hmm. Money. No illness. Long life. And they want to die with um, 20 people at least in the photo frame. This is the idea of a good life. Which is really nothing. It's not even worth tinsels. So, how to make people understand? People, I mean all the great masters have come and told this. I was today reading a poem of Ras Khan. He says, I am ready to give all my wealth and everything just to have a glimpse of Sri Krishna. And then he discovered that ananda. 
So this, because of this, darkness comes and says, look here, you are in my domain. Excuse me, give me my tax. What's your tax? Illness. Anything else? Well, wait, I'm going to send a little more adversity to you because this is my domain. That's the time that the, you know, Devatva, the sense of Godhead awakens in human beings, though many will break down. So all these challenges are part of our journey. And if we want to avoid it, the only way is consciously progress without waiting for this fellow to come and say, who are you? <laughs> consciously progress and lean upon the Divine Mother. That's what she says. Only we are safe. Yeah. Who kept, who kept God, God in, in their, their hearts. hearts. I'll just read those lines, you know, because th- what is the way... And these beings are everywhere. You know, we often, um, yeah, we often think, you know, we have this strange, skewed idea that people who are well-dressed, they can speak very well, they are coming down in, you know, big fashionable cars, are high-ups, connected with high-ups. There is a line, passage here, where Shurabindu describes, beings he met who looked like living men. In street and house, in councils and in courts. Courts, they at least wear the black dress. If you still don't understand, please go inside and you will (laughs) realize. So, (laughs) no offense meant. But these are realities of life. We can't just close our eyes to it. Well, doctors wear a white coat, but many are equally, you know. Beings he met who looked like living men and climbed in speech upon high wings of thought. Oh, what wonderful. That minister, you know, he gave such a fiery speech. Be careful. Huh? Hitler gave such inspiring speeches that he moved an entire nation. Yes. To do what? That is history. But harbored all that is subhuman, vile, and lower than the lowest reptiles crawl. And now comes that mind becoming a spiritual blank. The reason... Meant for nearness to the gods and uplift to heavenly scale by the touch of mind, only enhanced by its enlightening ray, their inborn natures wry monstrosity. So that reason which is used only for cheating, deceit, cunning, to fool. So what happens? That's when the reason is snatched away. Then what happens? It becomes, you know... Vanity is one danger. The the mother has spoken especially about vanity. Vanity is a big danger in spiritual life and humility is a big safety. (laughs) So, vanity is to believe that somebody is special. And if people come and tell you you are very special, just look down how big a ditch there is. (laughs) And you don't have to say, no, no, I am nobody and nothing. That itself can be vanity. You know, I am nobody, nothing. Even that is, ah, see, I am saying like this. Just stay in that state of mother. It's so beautiful. So vanity is one of the things that opens the doors to hostile forces. And on the other side, humility. What is humility? Not before people, but before the divine. We are nothing, not even dust of his feet. That is humility. And so she gives the solution because, you know, the problem is indicated. We must know the solution also. This is page 211. Only were safe who kept God in their hearts. And it um, reminds me of one of the lines from Ramcharitmanas. Hanuman is to enter Lanka, citadel of the Asura. So he hears, you know, the poet writes, what is Hanuman's state? What is his preparation? He is going to enter the very city of the demon king. So the poet writes, Pravishi Nagar, Kije Sab Kaja, Hirde Raki Kaushalpur Raja. Enter the city. Do all that deed you are meant to do here. But keep always the Lord in your heart. Kaushalpur Raja. Lord Rama and that divine in your heart. So she's, she's I'll this. carry on a little bit with yeah, this courage, pra- their armor, faith, their sword. They must walk, the hand ready to smite, the eye to scout, casting a javelin regard in front, heroes and soldiers of the army, army of, light. of light. 
courage. This courage is that yes. even if the darkness is absolute, the mother at one place has compared courage to aspiration. It's very interesting. How is aspiration compared to courage? See, even in the densest darkness, if you can still aspire to God and not give in that, oh, see, look at it, what happened to me, my life has become this. But even if everything is dense, dark, courage is that which can still hope, which can still revive. At one place regarding courage, Shurabindu says, these are the only two indispensable qualities, mm. <laughs> courage and faith. Even if all the rest have failed, these two can revive. Yes. So these are courage, their armor, faith, their sword. They must walk. And one place mother says, people don't know the power of faith. She says that uh, if you believe that God is cruel, he will appear like that because it's necessary for your spiritual progress. But if you believe that he will lift you up a thousand times, he will do that. And then she says, people do not know what a power faith is. And then somebody asked mother how to have faith. She said, ask for it. They are blessed who have faith. Really, it is the biggest blessing, biggest gift one can ever have in life is faith. There is nothing, no greater gift anybody can give. And this comes only from divine. Yes. But one can ask for faith. And then, the hand ready to smite, the eye to scout, ready to smite. Because the danger may come in the form of your loved one. <laughs> and ready to smite. The eye to scout. You should know. It should not be unconscious. You should know what is what. The hand ready to smite. The eye to scout. So any movement which is coming inside. Under any guise or garb. That movement you must be able to remove at once. Anything that is dark. Anything that is perilous. And then casting a javelin regard in front. You know, when you throw a javelin, javelin goes there. So look far. What is going to come? <laughs> and of course, most important is Ma, 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 Ma. That is the ultimate mantra Sri has given. But this hand ready to smite yes. would be the antithesis of Gandhi's view. <laughs> You know, since since you mentioned, and uh, it is good to be frank, then there is a book called Bhavishya Puran in India. So Bhavishya Puran mentions about future, all the people who are going to come. And I am not going to tell what parties and all that it says. But it does describe a man called Gandhi, who is the rebirth of Dhritarashtra which you actually see happening, the division of India and Pakistan, ending up with that. Mm. So, and besides, you know, typical hallmark of an Asuric nature takes up one principle and holds it as absolute. This you should be very careful. Anybody picks up one principle, non-violence. And that too, not from the depths, but superficial, outer non-violence. See what a twist is given to that principle. Inwardly you may be boiling, but don't raise the arms. This is, um, you know, just uh, like showing something, but you are inside something else. Second, Rigid. And the third is propaganda. And you know, all this I wear like this, a particular dress, standardizing it, standardizing yes, everything. Yes. All these you will see that in this canto, Descent into Night and the World of Falsehood, Shubindu describes it. This standardized perfection, trying yeah, everybody yeah. to follow the same rule. Yes. And look at Divine, he leaves all of us with such to move along our own paths. Yes. So without a doubt, of course, um, one need not now have violence over what Gandhi did or didn't do. He's gone. But one must understand what is what. Otherwise, one will not learn from history that true non-violence, when mother was asked this question about Gandhi and his non-violence, she said, oh, she laughed and said, oh, they have put him all there. But actually, it is not uh, good for India for anybody in the yes. world to hold an absolute gospel of non-violence. Shubindu said it much more gently because he is a gentleman. He said that, you know, it's okay for an individual to do it. You can't make it a national ideal. And we have suffered because of making it almost a national ideal. At least in India, after the, you know, Panch Shield and then the Chinese aggression. Because we thought this is the way to 
go about. So it can come in masks. That is the important thing yes. to realize. Yes. Don't be carried away by appearances. He looks an ascetic. We are we, we have this strange mentality. If somebody is all his life wearing only one color cloth or you know uh, bare bodied loin cloth only, we rush to believe that he is a sadhu. But it's not about outer enunciation. It's something inner, inner tyaga. So as you mentioned about the javelin regard and armor and sword <laughs> of course this is a inner battle we can read a you know few lines below okay if one proceeds along this path what comes his spirit became an empty listening gulf void of the dead illusion of a world see another imitation there is a state of depression which mimics vairagya. It is called in India as tamasic vairagya. Yes. World is an illusion. Why? Because you can't grapple with the forces. <laughs> so it's an illusion. When um, Niruddha asked your bindo, I feel state of vairagya inside me and what people develop after years of sadhana, I have it immediately. He said, yes, anybody can feel Vairagya after having a little cold. <laughs> it needs no effort. <laughs> effort is needed to come out of the illusion. You feel the world is an illusion, it's very easy. It's hundred means. But the real effort is to come out of the illusion and discover the reality which is behind. That needs the spiritual fire. So he feels that the world is, you know, illusion. Nothing was left not even an evil face. He was alone with the grey python knight. So this is the last battle which we know. There is another image which is, describes the way the battle takes place. This python is the, in Indian legend, it is described as Vritrasur. So he covers the entire city and sieges it. And because he covered the entire city, the water stops. It's a very interesting story. The last Asura home, Indra fights. So, Vritrasur takes the form of a python. He besieges the city. And how does he do? He puts coils all around. So, the water stops flowing. And when water stops flowing, the life gets stifled. Water itself is life. Yes. The flow of life is interrupted. And then Indra has to fight and ultimately, you know, he kills him with his famous thunderbolt. And next page again, toward the end. A nameless and unutterable fear, as a sea nears a victim bound and still. This is Andromeda and Perseus. So the sea near sees the world forces. Helplessly one stands. The approach alarmed his mind forever dumb of an implacable eternity. Again you see that uh, yeah. sense of eternity. Yeah. Yes. Of pain, inhuman and intolerable. This he must bear, his hope of heaven is changed. He must ever exist without extinction's peace in a slow, suffering time and tortured space. Toward the end, but he endured, stilled the vain terror, bore the smothering coils of agony and affright. Then peace returned and the soul's sovereign gaze. To the blank horror a calm light replied, Immutable, undying and unborn, Mighty and mute the Godhead in him woke And faced the pain and danger of the world. He mastered the tides of nature with a look. He met with his bare spirit, naked hell. All naked hell, all else is snatched away. But there is nothing which can eventually take away the divine presence within. People ask the mother, does the divine presence go away? She said, no, it gets veiled. If divine presence goes away, there is no life, there is no creation, one collapses. So if one waits and endures the passage with faith and courage, it will return. And not only return, there will be a progress. I think that's what is the next portion of message. Yes. 2.32 
So when you have gone through it, what is the end result? Why he created hell? So, I'll start. Arousing consciousness in things inert, he imposed upon dark atom and dumb mass the diamond script of the imperishable. Inscribed on the dim heart of fallen things, a paean song of the free infinite, and the name, foundation of eternity, and traced on the awake exultant selves, in the ideographs of the ineffable, the lyric of love that waits through time, and the mystic volume of the book of bliss and the message of the superconscient fire. This is the end result. So what really is hell? What really is the torture and darkness one goes through in life? On the previous page, because Shurabindo went into that darkness. You see, we are always, that's why because of this frightening darkness, people didn't go and they saw and they said, oh, this world is all full of darkness, escape, escape, because nobody went into it. To discover the lover behind the mask. So they were frightened. But Shubindu goes there and rips the mask. And what does he discover? That is beautiful. This is the next canto, the world of falsehood. He says, There in the slumber of the cosmic will, he saw the secret key of nature's change. There it is lying, lost. He takes it out and gives it to man. A light was with him, an invisible hand was laid upon the error and the pain till it became a quivering ecstasy. Ah. This is the transformation. The body of pain changes into a body of bliss. Yes. The shock of sweetness of an arm's embrace. You know, this is something very interesting and beautiful. You were saying it's an experience where mm, you meet God in the daytime. So it's like, Hello God, how are you? Very good. Meanwhile, somebody else is also waiting. Oh yes, how are you? God is saying, look here, you know, I have come all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then somebody else. So you are with, busy with hundred things and poor God is waiting. But when there is night, nobody around. And what do you do when there is night? You fling yourself in his embrace. And you don't want to leave it. <laughs> Hold me. <laughs> don't let me go of this. So this is where he describes The shock of sweetness of an arm's embrace What did he discover in the night ultimately? He saw it was the arms of God Yes, That's what is described in Mahabharata When Arjuna has made a promise To go to the domain of death And Krishna takes him Through a complete darkness And he says I can't see anything He says yes but I am with you there is a passage through which he passes where nothing is visible. It's so dark. So he cannot understand. So he tells Krishna, where are you taking me? Are you there? He says, yes, I am there. So this is the faith with which one has to move. And he saw in night the eternal's shadowy veil. What was night? At one place, Shabinda says, People say that God created hell to punish. He says, I think, uh, you know, much better of my beloved. If he created hell, even this is an act of love. And look, that's what he comes. It comes, new death for a seller of the house of life. Mansion of life in which there is a little passage going through a cellar. In destruction felt creation's hasty pace. New laws as the prize of a celestial gain. And hell as a shortcut to heaven's gates. This is not, uh, as, he is not saying search for hell and go through the door <laughs> as a shortcut. <laughs> but hell will come your way. When it comes, know that exactly. it is a shortcut. He is probably, God is too eager to take us. So things which we could not leave behind, loss, he forces it. And then there is hell through which we pass. But at the end we discover the same beloved. And that is the unity. You see this Tao symbol, some of them like the bright yes. and the dark symbols. It's like without that the completeness of perfection cannot come. And when the grief comes, when a beloved one dies, yeah, 
we are deeply ingrained in that pain. But Sri Aurobindo speaks of death so beautifully. Yeah, yeah. In fact, at one place it doesn't oh. exist. And then what happens, the image is all modern image. See, this is the beauty. In Vedas, also imagery is there, symbols. But they are all images suited to that time. Now you have modern images used by Sri And then in illusions, occult factory. This darkness is an illusion. It's a kind of asuric maya which has been allowed. Hmm. It creates the feeling of utter loneliness. It creates the sense of despair. It's an illusion. It creates the feeling God will not listen to me. It throws doubts. Oh, where is God? See what has happened to my life. So it creates that kind of, you know, asuric illusion, which uh, Ravana did when he showed to Sita that, look here, Rama is killed. Here is his head. But Sita says, no, that never happens. <laughs> All else is okay. So, tone where the, the, and in the inconscience, magic printing house, tone where the formats of the primal night and shattered the stereotypes of ignorance. Wow. Then we are told, you have done, gone through. It's okay now. Show me that paper where it's formats of <laughs> alive, breathing a deep spiritual breath. Nature expuned her stiff mechanical code and the articles of the bound soul's contract. What is the bound soul's contract? All the entire... We are told about karma, about you know entering into this world. They are completely washed away. Falsehood gave back to truth her tortured shape. Annulled were the tables of the law of pain. What is the law of pain? It's described in book 6. The law of pain is basically the law of ignorance. Follow the path of ignorance. Ignorance basically means that I don't know who I am. I mistake myself to be the body or the surface personality and I feel I am confined to this visiting card or my pehchan, my identity is known by my you know, relatives and <laughs> big people. <laughs> this is ignorance. Yet but in the life divine he tells us that ignorance is really a half knowledge. Yes, it is a half knowledge. There is a truth that there is a body but we are the body is ignorance. There is a truth that there is a surface personality but I am this surface personality that is ignorance. That's where one has to discover yes. his identity. That's why the yes. psychic being. That's the first step towards freedom from ignorance. Annulled were the tables of the law of pain. Once you are free from that. And in their place grew luminous characters. And this passage which you just read. You know it reminds me of what Savitri itself is. Ah. See it's after he had descended as you said Savitri is the message. Yes. Why? Because if you see all other volumes... 14 to 2021. It is before the horrors have completely engulfed the world, and after that, Shurbindu saw that you know what this. Yes. Uh, I mean, he knew it, he knew but it. he grappled with it and went down into the Pythonite because there was no other way. Man would not collaborate. So that's why towards the end also he kept on, and the the maximum uh, revisions took place in book two. He knew that, yes. you know, after that when he came out, grappling with that hell. So, Savitri is something very special. That's why he says, you know, Savitri is the message, my most important work. And at one point, I believe it was to Nirodbaran or Amal, he says, there is no time for Savitri now. He is fighting this war yeah. with mother. My most important work, that's how yes. he put it. This skillful, see, this my way of looking at it, this is Savitri. This is so beautiful. It's born after he has grappled the forces of night, bared them and conquered them. This skillful penman's unseen finger wrote his swift, intuitive calligraphy. Shabindo's writing Savitri. <laughs> Earth's forms were made as divine documents. What is Savitri about? About everything in creation. That is the Veda that he reveals to us. Earth's forms were made as divine documents. The wisdom embodied mind could not reveal. Why? Because there is a region where the embodied mind cannot go. And therefore it doesn't know the secret. Inconscience chased from the worlds 
voiceless breast transfigured were the fixed schemes of reasoning thought Savitri is like that it's people of course say use the word iambic pentameter but it's basically a blank verse you can't fit it or fix it into one of those fixed ways of uh, for me this is the most beautiful yeah and this yeah. is the this is the effect of savitri people yes, who want to ask yes. what is the effect of savitri arousing consciousness in things inert this is not an exaggeration things inert are not just human beings including the pen the table everything around it has gone i i remember one of the places it seems mother mentioned somebody had kept on top of savitri samadhi ah yes you yes, would yes, you can read that story actually it was uh, it was uh, nirod baran putting some papers on top of savitri and shri arbindo said to him please don't do that savitri is my body don't keep anything on top of savitri you see because it is uh, not just a book arousing consciousness in things inert yes everything that they have touched every place where you read savitri i would go to that extent yes even when you write if you that place becomes charged with that atmosphere in the very air is can you read is not yes he imposed upon dark atom and dumb mass imposed yeah imposed. whether you like it or not yes <laughs> yes imposed the diamond script of the imperishable this is the diamond script diamond is of course the supramental yes of the imperishable this is going to last yes even if nothing else sure been there and the mother did let me put it like that and just gave savitri to the world it is enough to save agreed inscribed on the dim heart of fallen, fallen things, things. <laughs> a pagan song of the free infinite and the name foundation of eternity and traced on the awake exultant cells in the ideographs of the ineffable so here here we'll just uh, yes. you see these words he has used oh. name you know you will hear in all the great mystic literature name name is the one which can take us beyond so what's in a name people often say this is not true name is a vibration which is tries to capture in terms of words that original truth that's why in india originally names were kept after you know one of these two books one was for uh, boys the name was kept after seeing um, vishnu sahasranam the thousand names of vishnu and for girls it was lalita sahasranam so it was a thousand names of the divine mother so each of these name expresses some deep truth and in its origin what is that name name is the stir with which creation starts first there is name and then there is form nama and rupa the first stir is name omkar signature of the lord mother has said and then this naam name which has starts the creation that stir undergoes various modification then there is form that's how creation is made so name is the first stir in creation and it is also the door towards eternity so it doesn't matter pick up any name for us it's so simple ma 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 but otherwise name the power of name has always been known to all mystics in the world notice that name here is capitalized yes and sri arbindo tells us when we repeat the name again and again the divine as it were enfolds us in fact at one place shurbindo says something which is known in ancient indian thought that to call the divine name is the shortest way and he speaks about yes. this kaliyug yes and there is a line in one of the uh, you know passages in ramayana where he says because in kaliyug kaliyug is it age when consciousness become very dense it is in matter so you can't immediately recover the spiritual self that's the effect of the kaliyug i'm not going into why it's necessary and all that 
So it says Kaliyuk because the consciousness has gone into utter dumb, dense, material, obscure. It is working in that. So it says Kaliyuk, Jog, na Japu, na Jnana. You can't even do Japu. You can't even do Tapu. Yoga, true yoga. Jnana, very difficult. So then what is the way? Ek Aadhar, Naam Gun Gana. Pick up a name. And think about the infinite qualities that that name embodies. That is the path given to man. And Shurabindra in one of his, one of one liner, Nam Jap has a great power in it. Entire Odisha movement, Baba Ramakrishna Das, he would say only two things. He would say, only two things you must practice. And of course, you can't reduce yoga to a simple formula. But having said that, so he would say, Nama Jap and Pat Chakra. Pat Chakra is study, collective study of Shurabindra and the mother's works and Nam Jap. Just call the mother's name. That name is the foundation of eternity. It has the power to liberate us from everything. Shurabindra yes. says in so many letters, where he says, if there is dense darkness, just call mother's name. Call her name. What is the line in savagery and the great name? And the great name. The same in descent yeah, into the yeah, night. Yeah. A prayer upon his lips, lips and the great, the great name. name. This is the passage. I'd like to read to the end of the yeah. candle. We'll just uh, to trace on the awake exultant cells in the ideographs of the ineffable. This is a language which is yeah. the lyric of love describes Savitri. What is Savitri? The lyric of love that waits through time. Yes. Not love which says, okay. Tata, bye-bye. But the divine love which always waits through time. And the mystic volume of the book of bliss. So it is the book of bliss. And the message of the superconscient fire. So it is the message, ultimate message of the superconscient fire. Then life beat pure in the corporeal frame. The infernal gleam died. And could slay no more. Hell split across its huge abrupt facade. As if a magic building were undone. Night opened and vanished like a gulf of dreams. So beautiful this is. Night suddenly vanished. Yeah. Facade as if a magic building is suddenly undone. That is the experience. The power of the name. I mean... Maybe I can share very early, three decades back, one of the experiences where I went into a domain where there is one lady who is the queen of that place. And she is wearing all, all the people there are wearing dark clothes. And there is with me a little baby. And that baby resembles the mother, as in childhood. And then I am going into the, I asked them, Absolutely no fear or anything. Why am I brought here? No, you have to meet our queen. And only she can decide to free you. So I said, why Why should I be captive? So I go there, the lady comes. And everything is nice. Looking outwardly, all very decent. They are not, you know, menacing. And then she says, I want that child. I said, no way. You can't have this child. So she tries to come near with a... She has a syringe, something in the hand kind of thing with which she wants to enter into the child's brain and take something. That's the image. And as she increases, you know, tries to come near and the child is nonchalantly, smile on the lips, absolutely fearless. So I just say, Ma. Then she steps, few steps back. Again, then I get a joy. Wow. (laughs) So again, I say, Ma. Few steps back. Then all of them, they start, you know, trembling. It's like a planet, the place where I have gone. And then all of them, then I start enjoying. Ma. <laughs> then they all start putting their, don't say this, don't say this. I am like very super happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a game here. Ma. Then, you know, the planet begins to crumble. And within... You know this, I wake up with this ma, ma and the entire place is shattered, the entire kingdom is gone. It's a real experience. Another one about Savitri was <laughs> when I underwent a surgery and so anesthesia. So they, after whatever time the doctor has come and he wanted to wake me up. So 
he is asking me how are you i don't remember what he was asking but i remember what i was seeing in that state and what i spoke the moment i came out <laughs> so the moment i came out i just remember saying all can be done if the god touches there <laughs> and then i'm so the now i remember the doctor saying what is he saying <laughs> so, those who are near me say no no now he's okay <laughs> don't worry and then simply saying savitri savitri oh my savitri that was the state that you know that deep inside in the darkness she is present these are real things we have to you know and when you go through it life is so beautiful when you know that even in the densest darkness when darkness was dense and covered with darkness he was seated within it immense and alone the whole purpose of these two cantos is darkness is there but remember it's an asuric maya yet it has been allowed by the divine because it's a shortcut but remember that however dense the darkness she is there i will share a story a, a living story of uh, an experience at oro orchard when this young man was uh, working there and this boy sent in his animals to eat the crop Mm. and i understand that this man just didn't touch the boy but the boy said that he touched him and the whole village came with cutties and everything else to chop him up where is this india or outside this is oro orchard what's oro orchard okay, okay. and i was there and i began ma ma and the whole group dispersed they never touched this absolutely fellow. never sir. touched him several several such experiences yes the power of name yes even if we know nothing about yoga people often think they have to practice yoga they have to read the life divine so they sometimes ask how can we practice yoga because we can't even read life divine so sometimes they say that's a qualifier because <laughs> because if you read the life divine then you'll be put into a root which is not easy to reach <laughs> you will start thinking of what the ineffable is and then you will write the book books on impersonal so but when you have none of these things then god says okay okay i'll take you through another route and that route is ma 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 not that yes. one i mean it's wonderful life divine is wonderful but i'm just saying that there is a route that shrubindra is open which is so direct and so simple people don't know because you know they start reading life divine synthesis of yoga all these works and much later they discover it then they say oh it was so simple we didn't know it <laughs> all of us many of us much later you discover after going through all these books you give a talk on human cycle and this and that let us on yoga also much later you will hear that section and those personal letters and then you discover that oh okay that was the secret mama mama ma. <laughs> you have to do other things but thing is that yes. this is the real yeah so we'll namaste namaste namaste